line almost sound like every road you row, which this morning might be appropriate. Good morning. You've got more than money on a rainy day. But goodness, nothing, nothing compared to our friends and our families in Florida and South Carolina and now Virginia. Uh, we send our thoughts and our prayers, obviously our prayers, uh, to the folks who are struggling and challenged and uh, gosh, I guess uh, they're now saying approaching 30 folks have lost their lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. And the damage is, in some cases, unthinkable. And yet I spoke to a lovely young lady, 94 years old, yesterday morning, who has two grandchildren, one in Fort Myers and one in Naples. And they are safe and sound, and their homes had virtually no damage. Excellent. And you just go, it's just answer to a prayer. Yes. So prayers to all of them and uh, prayers to you as well. Uh, please stay safe as you're uh, traveling around this Saturday and this weekend. And of course, if you can spend the majority of the next couple of hours with us, that would be fantastic as well. Us, that would be your host, Alyssa Young. <laughs> that would be your wingman, Mr. Gene Dickinson. And uh, we are both financial advisors at your service this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning in some combination because you were flying solo last week. Mm-hmm. You okay? <laughs> yeah, no sweat. No sweat? <laughs> Not your first rodeo. No. You've been to a rodeo. I have. Thank you very much. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Thanks to you. <laughs> well, uh, Nazareth decides to have a rodeo. We go. <laughs> Nazareth is a cool place. Mm-hmm. Very cool place. Yes. And not just because... <laughs> the football team scored a team's a what a season worth of scores in the first quarter last night. Yes, yes, that was um, a very fast game. The uh, qu- the quarters in the second half were shortened to eight minutes with a running clock. So it is that, was over is that, at eight fifty. Wow, wow! Is that is that because of the score? Is there like a mercy rule? So that kind of I thing? know there's a mercy rule when you're up by I think it's thirty five in the second half. The clock keeps running, but I believe the shortened quarters were a request by the opposing coach. I think they were just like Let's exhausted. Wrap this up. Oh, I get you. My okay. son would like me to give a shout out to Coach Bird, the best lineman coach there is. <laughs> he listens to more than money. And um, he's probably getting ready to go to practice this morning. And Andrew said, say hi to Coach Bird for me on the radio. So, well, so hey. Hey, hey, hey Coach Bird, congrats on a 69-0 to zero win over yeah. East Stroudsburg North. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yes, sir. Nice. Blue <laughs> Eagles. Did you see my lift? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were rumors. Rumors. But now they are confirmed. I did, I did not fall to the gymnasium floor yesterday afternoon when the cheerleader moms lifted me up in the air at the pep rally. <laughs> For which we are all eternally grateful. Thank you to all the moms doing the lifting. Even though we, we took a vote and uh, we thought maybe you need just needed one. She's kind of tiny. If you haven't met her yet, she's kind of tiny. So uh, we, we, we were fairly confident you were going to be okay. If you're uh, joining us for the very first time, you've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young. Uh, We've been providing financial counsel and financial advice, financial, um, gosh, uh, in some cases, consolation, in other cases, inspiration for 
many, many, many years, and we are proud to do that live this morning. Live being the operative word, we are, without a doubt, the freshest uh, financial show, both on WAEB or at this moment, anywhere on the radio spectrum, because we are live for you. We do not pre-record our shows. We do not put our shows in the can. We let our competitors put their shows in the can, which sounds rude, but it's actually just more accurate than anything. So if you have questions about anything in your financial life and general categories, general, oh, goodness, um, investments, of course, retirement, of course, uh, income tax issues, uh, Roth IRA uh, conversions or contributions, 401ks, uh, estate planning, medical directives, um, Pennsylvania inheritance tax, uh, 529 plans, uh, businesses, whether it's a franchise business or you're doing a startup or a side hustle, perhaps. Um, those are all topics that are, in general, pretty appropriate for our show. Um, but in specific, the most important part of this is that it's specific to you, something that's in, uh, important to you, something that you will find of value. So lots of ways to participate, lots of ways to benefit from being with us this morning. Easiest, traditional, uh, most engaged is to give us a phone call, 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900. You can reach us by email, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, and uh, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com as well. And if you are either further afield or if you would like to uh, maybe be a little more uh, discreet as you're listening, perhaps at work, um, you might want to use our website because we have, through the miracles of iHeartMedia technology, the opportunity for you to hear our show crystal clear from wherever you have access to the Internet, smartphone, laptop, Tablet, workstation, it matters not. If you can get the internet, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. You hit the, it's bright red. It's pretty hard (laughs) to miss. miss Tough, tough. Uh, Hit the listen live button. You've got the entire show and you can share it. You can share it with friends that are further afield or family that are further afield, perhaps somebody uh, in California, we have listeners from coast to coast and from border to border. Uh, gosh, uh, we're, we're just back from the upper Midwest, uh, Minnesota, and I know we have listeners there and uh, Wisconsin and, uh, gosh, all the way down the eastern seaboard. So when we say we send our thoughts and prayers to our friends and family in those areas, we mean that quite literally, quite literally. These are people that we care about, people that we have um formed uh, relationships with over decades and that uh, we wish uh, their safety uh, to be a hundred percent and goodness uh, the recovery it's uh, Florida sections of Florida will be recovering for years years the uh, the videos are uh, breathtaking they really are they they are they are challenging and yet some areas that were um, fearful of being uh, literally taken out um, were not and spared. So for everyone who 
dodged a bullet, please be grateful. Please say your prayers of thanks this morning. And for those who are challenged, please also say your prayers of thanks. You are still with us to be challenged. And uh, goodness, uh, no shock to anybody listening. Uh, life these days is full of challenges. Not just will you be f- dropped to the hardwood <laughs> if you're a football mom. <laughs> Not just will the stock market ever stop going down. Um, inflation, rain, uh, there are challenges galore, and we are here uh, to help. Uh, 610-720-7900, that's the number that Pete has called. Pete, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Very well, sir. How may we serve you? Well, I um, wanted to ask you, uh, I have a friend who is investing in a uh, Forex trading account, Foreign Exchange trading account. Yeah. He's doing really, really well. Um, we've been asked to, uh, and I've known I've known him for 35 years, and uh, he's encouraging my wife and I to invest in this forex account. Um, and he has had positive gains for the literally the last uh, 18 months with no losses. Um, doing very well with it, and we really don't know much about those at all. And uh, my wife's very skeptical about it, and I was wondering if uh, you could possibly explain. Uh, a little more about the forex accounts that you that you might be aware of. Uh, yeah, we we and your wife would tend to agree. Uh, forex has been around a while, not not decades, but a while, uh, and it is a platform that is considered by professional investors to be extremely aggressive, uh, and it does tend to zig when uh, traditional markets zag. So the fact that he's seen positive returns over a time period where others have not is not is not shocking in any way, shape, or form. Um, it's also not shocking when you when you um, uh, compare it to a more traditional investment platform. If you were invested in a, say, an 80-20, 80% stock market, 20% bond uh, portfolio over the last 18 months, you would have seen a positive return as well, um, simply because last year was such a dramatically good year uh, that that gain, those gains would have offset uh, the uh, the declines that you've seen this year, and depending on which sector of the stock market that you're in, again, a much more traditional uh, approach to investing than forex um, is uh, that depending on the sector, the category, um, uh, gosh, energy, of course, uh, not not crypto or not uh, precious metals or commodities, but uh, consumer uh, consumables. Uh, Again, positive territory over the last 18 months. Uh, Short-term results uh, can be dramatically different than the markets in in general. Again, your your friend's results in the Forex are are a good example. If you were looking at putting, I would suggest, 5% or so of your investment portfolio into that kind of a platform, I wouldn't find that uncomfortable. And and I think you, you would probably get your wife to agree that a relatively small uh, percentage in that kind of aggressive position. Um, if it goes to zero, you still got 95%. If it uh, continues to do very, very well, you get that benefit. So uh, for the average investor, Forex is not even on their radar screen and shouldn't be for someone who has a need for a piece of their portfolio that's very aggressive. It can be, but again, the, the uh, operative word there is peace. 
and I would say 5% is probably the right number. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Enjoy your show and listen to it from uh, the comfort of my farmhouse every uh, Saturday morning uh, here in Wisconsin. Thank you very much. Pete, thank you. God bless you, sir. Thank you. God bless. 610-720-7900. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, One of our most loyal listeners and a good friend. He's just a good guy. We had such a good time yesterday. During our review, we spent about two minutes, yeah, two minutes, I think, talking about investments and about 42 minutes talking about bumper music. (laughs) Uh, Really likes our shift away from Natalie Merchant. And, and, and that's cool. And uh, we started comparing notes. He, uh, he did success, uh, success. He did successfully. Yeah. What a cover. Um, Suggest. suggest, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Those two words back to back. The little CCR would not be out of, out of question. Oh, John, what do you think? uh, John, John, yeah, John, he'll consider the magic. He'll, he'll work through that. So he'll consider. Just plant the seed there. All you have to say is, Hey, how about a little CCR? Just, just suggesting. And, 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 and Carl, he, he and I spent, again, a, a chunk of time comparing concerts we've been to. Mm. He's been to some great concerts, great concerts. And w- we've been to similar concerts. He and I were actually at the same Kenny Loggins concert at the state theater like 10 years ago. That time, so was that the time you saved his life? I saved his life. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. Unbelievable. <laughs> so um, well, we'll see what we can do. But again, nice to know a lot of our audience, a lot of our audience. And, and Carl was very uh, clear about his preference, but lots of folks have mentioned that they really enjoy the kind of the upbeat, especially on a gray day, mm-hmm. gray day, six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. whether you're in Wisconsin or California or Alabama or Florida, if you've got access to uh, the internet, you've got more of the money. And if you've got communications up and running, you can call us at six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred or send us your emails. Um, before we get too far along and it ends up, does your email, you, know, you want to answer something and, th- and then a bunch more comes in and it, and it ends up just kind of scrolling on down to oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to this because I got this late last night and it says uh, the subject line, random thought. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, Gene, just a thought from an MTM client. So he doesn't say who he is. Okay. But we'll have to we'll have to figure this out. Uh, he, uh, I quote, my former employer mentor during a 34-year collaborative professional effort with a shared vision and a friend throughout would instill in us the following. Nothing very, very good or very, very bad lasts for very, very long. I love that. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh, so many people are um, misinterpreting or reinterpreting or overinterpreting and dramatizing things that are they of concern? Of course they are. But relative to, we'll use Florida as an example. Do you think any of those people today are wondering whether their market value of their investment accounts are up or down? No. No, of course not. No. They have more important things on their minds. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently, just last week, lost one of our dear friends, a gentleman who lived a wonderful life and, and a very full life. 
and passed in his early 90s. Uh, we miss him a lot. We know his family must miss him a lot. Are they worried about what the Dow did yesterday or what the Forex is going to do tomorrow? And the answer is no. So uh, a lot of folks uh, say, well, it, you know, it's unavoidable. I, I'm, I'm depressed because things are so bad. That's not true. That is simply not true. The gentleman that called in from Wisconsin's in his farmhouse in Wisconsin, if the power goes out and he doesn't have um, news uh, coming in through uh, TV, radio, the media, and something bad happens, he doesn't feel bad. Mm. He doesn't even know. It's not what you know. It's how you interpret that. It's how you internalize that. It's what you, how you respond to it that determines whether or not you're on the upward uh, tilt emotionally or hmm, looking for that window at the back of the MTM office to jump out the ledge on. The one that's 18 inches off the ground. <laughs> Into very soft mulch. We actually fluffed the mulch there. Yeah, just, just in case. Just in case. So I want to thank Michael for that. That uh, really, really, really uh, wise. Your friend, your mentor, um, over many, many years instilled in you something that we should all remember. Nothing very, very good or very, very bad lasts for very, very long. Very good perspective. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, I got that covered, got that covered. Um Thank you for flying solo last week. You're welcome. I'm glad that you had a chance to enjoy your trip and relax a little bit. Um, we were hosted by um, one of the most wonderful families. Um, one of our advisors, Chad O'Ruprecht, um, we decided he's Irish. I was just I was yeah. thinking, did you say O'Ruprecht? O'Ruprecht. <laughs> ah, O'Ruprecht. They've always thought that they were German. Um, we changed it up a little. Okay. Chad O'Ruprecht. Um his uh, his mom and dad live in uh, Wisconsin. His sister and her husband and their seven children, wow, uh, live on farms uh, in um, in uh, Minnesota. Just as beautiful as the geography was, the people were way more beautiful. Hmm. Just uh, there there are there are times and places uh, I have found where the love is so thick in the air that you'll find yourself in just a normal conversation um, tearing up. Aww. Because not unlike being at a bonfire and without realizing it, there's a bit of, of smoke kind of just hanging in the air and it, and it might get your eyes a little bit. Mm -hmm. It that that family has such love, uh, just just fantastic. You wouldn't know it from just knowing Chad. No, just yeah, kidding. that's a good point. <laughs> well, and and they express their love quite often by uh, ribbing the living bejeebies. Do out they of do you. that too? Oh my god! We are. <laughs> Chad says that he's like the whipping boy in the office, and he wouldn't have it any other way. But that's because he's used it's, to it. It's I guess his family. He feels like we're family. <laughs> Uh, his sister, Tam, is, uh, oof, oof. But all the kids, same, oof. Yeah, Uncle Chad gets a... Uncle Chad just gets whipped. <laughs> uh, and Angie, not so much. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, and that's one of the reasons I think um, 
I uh, and Diane, of course, is is welcomed with open arms. But I think I I feel more like family there uh, because they whip me unmercifully. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We go to the phones. We talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I'm 65. I retired about a year ago. And my pension and my 401k are with a financial planner and all, all the money's in, in the market. And and it's all in stocks. I mean, I'm, the market's tanking. Uh, do you have any thoughts when it might hit bottom? And is I, I, if I move money, do I lose that money? Or can you talk about that? Yeah, I sure can. Um uh, first and foremost, I, I'll, l- l- let me be sure I'm clear. Uh, are you reliant on the income from these investments in order to cover your bills and meet your budget? Yes, and I, I'm on Social Security also. Okay, okay, I got you. Um, if indeed, and, and of course we'd have to, and, and we do Gosh, every single day we offer free second opinions in our in our more than money world headquarters where we look in detail specifically carefully at at how an investment is is set up, because when you say it's it's all in stocks, if if that is true, um, that, in my opinion, from what you've told me in in just our our brief time together is wrong. It's it's set up incorrectly. Uh, for somebody who's retired, who relies on their investments to provide a supplemental income for the retirement, to have everything in the stock market is simply wrong. So is is do, do I have some real concerns right out of the gate? I do. Um, I'm, my concern is that if, if indeed you are 100% in the stock market, that that's probably incorrect and your advisor has probably not either had the experience necessary to put this together correctly or, or, or simply isn't able to that, that concerns me dramatically. Um, in terms of the bottom, I, the answer is no, I don't know when the bottom will come and neither does anyone else on this planet. The person who knows is heaven bound and he ain't sharing that with the rest of us. And anybody who is investing, who is, um, uh, reliant on the the uh, skill of predicting when the market is going to bottom out is doomed. They are doomed to fail or they're a criminal, one or the other. Uh, Bernie Madoff never lost their clients any money as, as according to the statements he gave them because he was a criminal. So folks who are uh, confident that they are projecting, predicting, knowing when the market will bottom – they are either criminal or they're delusional. So don't think about that knowledge as, gosh, that's going to make me feel better if Gene says the first week of November we're, we're going to be just fine because Gene doesn't know that and, and would never claim to. Are, are there signs that there, we, we are getting close? The answer is yes. Uh, we're, what, 10 months into this downturn uh, the worst downturn we've seen in our lifetimes was in 08, 09, and that was 17 months. So are we past the midpoint? I think so. Uh, some uh, experts that we trust um, believe uh, that the election will be an emotional lift to the markets. Um, we don't expect that we're going to get any support coming out of Washington, D.C. Uh, but bottom line is 
Uh, the American public is very resilient. There are tons and tons of open jobs out there. There are tons of companies developing new jobs on a monthly basis. Inflation is stubborn, but it's coming down. Um, bottom line is for you personally, you've got to get a second opinion. You have got to have somebody um, that will look at your current portfolio and decide, help you decide whether it fits you or not, whether it's uh, uh, appropriate for you or not, because there are tons of alternative investments out there that are not in the stock market. Um, Chad Oruprecht shared with me mm -hmm. yesterday a structured note that has a 100% principal guarantee. The money will never go down. And over the next 18 months, it is uh, intended to go up 6.6%. So, wow. Yeah. And so exactly. That, my, that was my response, Steve. I, I went, wow, that is really good. And for a lot of folks, if they knew they could trade what might be another uh, 6, 12 months of downturn for no more downturn and a guaranteed upturn, they would jump on that with both feet. Um, and, and yet it doesn't sound like your advisor is opening up those, those kind of ideas to you. So, um, I would, again, strongly recommend, um, yeah. that, that you, uh, that you get a second opinion. You are more than welcome to get that in our more than money world headquarters or any other financial advisor that you trust so that you understand exactly what you've got and exactly what your options are. Yeah. Um, so your address is on the internet, right? It sure is. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they, they, my planner says it's going to get better after the election. Would you tend to agree with that? I am prayerful. Mm -hmm. I am prayerful. I am not predicting, but I'm prayerful. I'm prayerful that the election goes more conservatively. I'm prayerful that it ties up Washington. So the administration can't do any more damage and gives us two years of relief. That's what I'm prayerful. I hope he's right. She's right. Uh, but I'm prayerful more than I'm predicting. Okay. Uh, thank you so much okay. for the call. We've got to go to a hard break. 610-720-7900. That's the number Steve called. You can call the same number. We'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. Stop it there. That, that just covers everything. We got rain coming down, confusion on the ground. Well chosen, my son. <laughs> well chosen. There you go, Carl. Just a little something oh. out to a friend. Out to a friend. There's so much good music out there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 610-720-7900. Um, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. I need to compliment you. 
Okay. It hurts me, but I need to compliment you. <laughs> Zach's at home going, yeah, think about me, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that seemed logical, but it, it, it seemed also to come out all wrong. Um, um, I Heart Media is wonderful. We're in Minnesota last Saturday, and because of the miracles of iHeartMedia, I listened into big chunks of the show. Thanks. And uh, figured, uh, yeah, just in case. Mm. Just in case. Oh. It needed a, in case it needed a, ba- a bailout of a some kind. A little safety net, a little uh-huh. something, something, you know. Was, um, you got a call from uh, a, a loyal listener. He has called us a number of times about stock buybacks. Mm-hmm. And as I'm hearing him unfold the question, I'm going, wow, stock buybacks is is a topic that I'm going to guess, it's just a guess, that less than 5% of our listeners have even heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, we bump into it in investing for our clients, and we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients, hmm, three or four times a year, and I'm going, wow, this could, and your answer was fabulous. Thank you. Just fabulous. Stock buybacks are an unusual um, topic for a, a, uh, a, a, an individual investor. It's not something they typically get involved in unless they're paying very, very, very close attention to the companies they're investing in. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, there are services that will let you know which companies are buying back their stock and which companies are, are not, which uh, companies have executives that are buying their own stock, which ones are dumping their own stock. It's a very interesting topic, very, very interesting. And a lot of people interpret it that if, uh, we'll, we'll pick on Tesla, mm-hmm. if, uh, if Elon Musk is selling his own stock, you got to wonder if he's not confident why should i be right yeah it could be for a thousand reasons right but that's that's up to your interpretation and stock buybacks corporate stock buybacks is not an individual it's the company saying we've got money mm-hmm. what's the best thing we can do with our money for the shareholders for the benefit of the shareholders in some cases, it's buying back our own stock. We we think we're doing better than the rest of the market. We think our upside is more of us. And if you used to have a million shares and you make a million dollars, everybody gets a buck. And now if you have 500,000 shares because you bought back half of the shares and you make a million bucks, everybody gets two bucks. But your answer was fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, I well tried done. to. Uh, I th- I think that our caller um, had an opinion about it, and I was hopeful to kind of shed some light on um, understanding that there might be reasons for that that actually are beneficial, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And you know, no, and it's it's easy to be jaded. Yeah. It seems like everybody in this world today, everybody has an ulterior motive and an agenda, and the answer is that's not true. Right. Is it true in Washington? Yes. <laughs> Harrisburg, of course. It's cesspools. Uh, e- e- even in the nicest neighborhoods, we need septics. <laughs> sewage systems. And they are the sewage systems. Apparently, all the crap goes to Washington. That just is what it feels like. <laughs> but you spend time with real Americans, and you go, they're wonderful, amazing, terrific. Like you said before, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. So... Well, well done. 610-720-7900. We get the phones we talk to 
Tom. Tom, good morning. Good morning, Gene. Um, I have a question about transfer on death. I I know you can do that with um, a lot of investment vehicles and stuff. Is there a way to do that with something like a piece of real estate? Uh, in essence, no. Uh, it is... Um Sadly, a, a TOD, a transfer on death, payable on death, is uh, is unique in this way. It allows you to decide right this moment who will receive that asset instantly upon your death and yet have no legal rights to it while you're alive. That's like, that's perfect. That's That's outstanding. It allows you to be always in control right up to the moment where you ascend to the heavens and you have, uh, you join the banquet in Valhalla. Bottom line Hopefully. is, yeah, 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 keep your fingers crossed uh, and say your <laughs> prayers. These are good things. Uh, so th- that, that allows you to have all that access, all that control, no interference. And yet at the instant of your passing, the people that you have designated receive that asset, um, uh, without going through probate, no delay, no hoo-ha. The real estate, in order to get that same instantaneous transfer, you've got to do one of two things. You've got to either put their name on the deed, which in legal terminology gives them ownership. They have a vested interest right this moment in that piece of real estate. It could interfere with your wishes. It could interfere with what you want to do down the road, buying, selling, doing whatever you wish to do. It, it will certainly make things more complicated if you decide to do a reverse mortgage. It might invalidate your ability to do that or to refinance. It might make it very, very difficult. Or if the person that you've added to the deed goes through a bankruptcy or a divorce or a lawsuit, those kinds of things that can just muddy the waters in, in a dramatically negative way. So uh, that's one way that you can do it, and, and you take some serious risk. The second way is to create an, an, an ownership in, typically it's done in trusts, uh, where you set up a trust. The trust then owns the real estate, and you can name the individual as beneficiary of the trust. Um, a TOD, you go to the bank, you go to your financial advisor, and say, I want to add a TOD. Alyssa, it will typically take how long and cost how much? No time, no cost. No time, no cost. Mm-hmm. If you want to set up a trust and transfer the real estate into the trust. Mm. It, it's a couple, a few hundred dollars to create least, a trust. And at, then fees to, to do the transfer. Yeah, the transfer. Yeah. So it's going to take weeks, months, and it's going to cost hundreds or thousands of dollars. So it's a real challenge. It's not one that, that can't be overcome. Yeah. It's just sadly not the same in any way, shape, or form as a TOD. It does avoid probate. Oh, sure. So that, you know, so yeah. that's one of your goals. Um, you can do that. And it's especially helpful if you own real estate in more than one state, mm-hmm. because if you die with property in more than one state, you need to have an auxiliary probate opened in the other state. Mm. And if that piece of real estate's in a trust instead, that sh- surely simplifies things for your um, beneficiaries. Steve, I hope that our time, I hope that helped a little bit. Oh, absolutely, Gene. Thank you very much. You too. Take care. Stay dry. You too. Thanks. God bless. It looks like it has stopped raining. It does. Um, It looks like maybe we will be having a soccer game today.
Yeah, they're kids. They don't mind getting wet and muddy. Also homecoming tonight. I'm hoping it's not raining this evening during homecoming pictures. Homecoming uh, dance tonight? I guess your homecoming uh, queen was crowned? Yes. Oh, well, a big smile. Apparently you approve. Yes. It was our friend Lila. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And that's whose house we're going to for pictures tonight. Well, congratulations to her. Yeah, very nice. Uh, It's an exciting time. Um, hopefully, uh, gosh, we, I think you and I both know folks who, uh, their senior year of high school was their, the pinnacle of their lives <laughs> and they, they have never gone anywhere forward since <laughs> we're hoping this is the start of bigger and better That's things. Right. 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Rudy. Rudy, good morning. Hey, Gene. Good morning. Um, I have a, a question like um, it could be a little bit weird. Um, there's a lady asking me if I could ask you that um, can she transfer a house to her son's name and in the same token like make some kind of agreement between her and her son with the lawyer that the house is still hers that he can't sell it or do anything with it or she can't for any uh, reason she want to get it back from him. Or like you know, maybe between them and a notary or some kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, I do know what you mean, and the answer is no. Um, she can do something very similar uh, through a technique called a life estate. Uh, it is very common, particularly for parents selling uh, properties, particularly their residents, uh, to children or grandchildren, that they sell the property gift the property either way, transfer the property uh, to the son or grandson, granddaughter or daughter, uh, and they retain what's referred to as a life estate. A life estate is a legal um, right that is filed at the courthouse along with the deed, and it gives mom the right to live in that home until she passes. So the son could own the property, pay the taxes, uh, be responsible for the maintenance, just like any other owner. Uh, But uh, mom retains the right to live there until she passes away. Uh, He could, interestingly enough, sell the property, uh, understanding that the buyer will receive a piece of real estate that has an individual living there, mom, who has the right to live there until she passes. So, The son gets all the legal rights. Mom has a tremendous amount of legal protection. But what she doesn't have that you described is the ability to, um, hey, I changed my mind. I want it back. And and he has to do that. Uh, In in the world of transfer, um, uh, whether it's a a sale or a gift, it, it has to be irrevocable. It has to be a completed transfer is the the way the IRS references it. Um, completed in the in that she no longer owns it, and having the right to uh, take it back or buy or sell would void that. So, can she have have her cake and eat it too? The answer is no. Can she get really close? I think the answer is yes with a life yes. estate. Yes, that that makes sense. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what she wanted to do, but. I tell her what you said, life estate. That's what I called it. Life estate. All right. Thank you, Gene. Thank uh, you, buddy. You're welcome. Appreciate it. God bless. Thanks.
Yeah, this young lady needs to counsel with a very experienced, trusted estate planning attorney. Yes. Uh, Just no ifs, ands, or buts. Explore your options. Understand the pros and cons. Uh, there, There will be, I guarantee you, there will be no answer that you will say, wow, that's perfect. Because uh, it doesn't exist, not in this set of circumstances. Uh, but can can you get something that you go, wow, weighing the pros and cons, I'm pretty happy with that. I, I think the answer is probably going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. R- Rudy will circle back. He'll let us know. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Alyssa's getting tons of emails, but they're all about her uh, um, uh, cheerleading and uh, <laughs> the football mom event I yesterday. I have a lot of fans out there. Okay. I actually do have an email question Please. I would like to pose to you. This is one I received on Thursday, and I answered it, but I would like to share it with our audience and so that they can also hear how you would respond to this. Mm. It says, is there any merit in getting out of all investments now? holding the cash in your bank fund or whatever that's called, and then reinvesting the amount once the markets stop falling. It seems like we're in for a big correction and it will come back, but isn't it better to get out while holdings are what they are now instead of letting them fall further than getting back in when things get better? That way there'd be more cash to invest as the bottom turns around. Just wondering. Me too. I'm just wondering too. That's a, a that question or some form of that question uh, is asked certainly across this country on a daily basis by thousands or millions. In our firm, it's it's asked once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Hey, isn't it better to get out while while the getting is still good, and and then get back in when the market has bottomed? And and the answer is. Generally, no. Generally, no. And and the reason it's generally no is because wh- when has the market bottomed? Exactly. You don't and, know. And, and from the moment that it turns, how quickly does it recover? And if you're saying, for example, July was a very good month. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, we knew that was the bottom, and it has since continued to recover. Not. Oh, it didn't? No. Unfor- oh Unfortunately or, not. Or as we like to say, it didn't? It didn't. It didn't. I wish it had. So for a month, it looked like we had bottomed out. Yeah. But then we, we had not. Huh. See, so what you're saying, I'm just guessing, is that it's really hard to know when the market has bottomed out? Exactly. And yeah. uh-huh. when you're trying to time the market yes and you get back in when things are better Mm -hmm. what happens then (laughs) yeah that's that's an interesting question because there's two challenges to getting out and getting back in at the right time number one when is the right time the second challenge is it is very common let's say we want the market to bounce back 20 percent it is very common that way more than half of that 20% will come in three days. And if you're waiting to, to kind of, ah, it's going up, but maybe it's still going to go back down. If you miss those three days, you don't come back 20%, you come back 10%. Yep. 
And if you miss five days of that, you're going to come back 4%. Yeah. And if you're currently down 15 and you want to come back 20 and you only come back four, this is, uh, there are folks that we have counseled that during the 08, 09 uh, downturn, they lost 30%. And at the very end, they went, we can't take this anymore. They went to cash and we hate this and we're never going back. And they went into uh, bank accounts and CDs. And instead of rebounding, as the market did over the next eight years, 175%, they, they were down 30. They would have gained back that six times over. They gained back 20% total in six years, yeah. eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, thank you. That um, aligns with what my response was. And I thought it would be helpful for people to hear because I'm sure people are asking themselves that question. Should I stay in? Should I get out? Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> That's uh, CCR, as I recall. No. 610-720-7900. Uh, we go to the phones. Roseanne. Roseanne, good morning. Good morning. Rainy morning. But anyway, um, I have uh, seen, heard all these uh, advertisements about buying gold and silver you know, and it's a little bit scary in the market out there, but my financial advisor has told me that I do have investment in gold and silver in my portfolio. But, you know, the way things are, I mean, should I actually be purchasing liquid gold and silver? You know, I was just wondering uh, what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, and when you say f- the, the way things are, what what would be your goal uh, what what advantage do you think you would have if you if you were buying uh, gold or silver? Let's let's say gold coins or silver coins. What 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 advantage do you think that would give you? Well, I'm 86 years old, mm-hmm. and I have spoken to my son about it, and then he said, "Mom, he said, um, you do what you want to do. In other words, it's my decision." But I'm thinking as a secure type of uh, holding that, uh, you know, and of course the thing is this too, about if something happens to me, then what does he, then he's going to have to be responsible if he wants his monetary gain to turn around and have to cash that in. Mm -hmm. And how difficult is that to do? So I don't know. I mean, of course, then the other thing is that uh, the uh, investment would, I mean, the purchase would have to be secure in Mm -hmm. my home if I plan to keep it in my house. Mm And what about delivery? I mean, how secure is the delivery of these items? You know, there's a myriad of questions, but at the same time, at this point in my life, all I want is to be able to secure my investments, what I have now, and possibly secure maybe in gold and silver. But, of course, when you do call them, I've called them once and they don't want any piddling amount. They mm-hmm. want like $10,000, and that's another issue. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so that's what it, you know, it could possibly answer my question. Well, sure. Um, well, I have a question for you first, though. Okay. You, you mentioned that you are 86 years old. Yeah. How did you... A lively, a lively 86. Are oh. you kidding me? That, that was my question. How, how are you... Di- you are like the poster child for, look at me, healthy, sharp as a tack. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, that's debatable. That's debatable. Oh, anyway. for all of us, yes. For all. well, not for Joe Biden. He is yeah, so no. sharp. Oh. oh my goodness! Listen, eat those words. Anyway. Ah, ah, bless you. God bless you. Uh, well, now, in my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, uh, uh, buying gold uh, or silver in any form through the mail is a mistake. Uh, I okay. think you, all the issues that you've raised are very serious ones. 
simply uh, from the get-go, are are you confident that what they're sending you indeed is gold and silver? Are you confident that what they're they're sending you is what they 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 are telling you it is? Uh, number two, are you confident the delivery will be done in a safe and secure way? Number three, how are you going to protect it in your home and protect yourself? Because if someone, whether it's the mailman or the delivery guy or his buddies, find out, hey, there's this very sweet, very smart, but very sweet little old lady who owns some gold in her house, are you at risk? And the answer is, of course, you're at risk. These are all really, really bad ideas. Uh, I'm not happy with that uh, process. I don't think gold has done what they have claimed it was supposed to do. Okay. Uh, it's been, gosh, 10 or 12 years ago that it was $2,000 an ounce. The last number I saw, uh, Alyssa, I don't know if you saw one yesterday. I, I've seen it as low as, as, as 1700 an ounce lately. And gold and silver are supposed to be very good when inflation is high and yeah. and inflation's through the roof now, and gold is going down. Oh, it is going down. It's going what about down. silver? That's supposed same to be one point. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, what about the investment in a portfolio? Oh, that, yeah. Now, if your advisor is saying you've got some in your portfolio, I don't. Uh, it, there are several ways to do that very easily. Let's okay. let's trust that that he or she has done that correctly. And yeah, you would get the benefit if there were any. Currently, there are not, but you would get the benefit of that uh, that uh, uh, asset, gold, silver, um, precious metals in your investments. So you're getting the advantage on the investment side without the risks of how do I store it? How do I stay safe myself if I own any substantial amounts? So for you, I would strongly recommend that buying the actual gold coins or bullion itself is is not in your best interest. It's not for okay. you. What about increasing my uh, the investment in my portfolio? Is I have that no, a good idea? No, I have no reason to believe that that's going to be beneficial to you. Okay. I mentioned okay. to an earlier caller that there are currently guaranteed investments that for an 18-month period would pay you nearly 7%. I think that's a much wiser place uh, for someone at, at your stage. Uh, that okay. would be much more appropriate, something much more stable, much safer, but with guaranteed returns. Okay. Oh, well, thank you so, so much, and you have a great day. You too. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. 1670 Oy. is the number for ounce, yeah. But it's really great in inflationary times. Oh, but its price has dropped 8.1% this quarter. Yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> obviously, you're not reading the numbers right. Oh. You're you're obviously not capable. But you're just a woman. How would Whoa. you know? <laughs> I might um, have to beat up Jean during this break. <laughs> how, how sharp was Roseanne? <laughs> She's awesome. Unbe. I want to be like Roseanne when Ex I grow up. I want to be like Roseanne like Monday. <laughs> fantastic. Oh my goodness. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> Headbanger. You say that you are not. Ah, always at the ready. Well, he's a DJ. He's pretty sharp, too. All right, let's not go overboard, please. 610-720-7900. We'll take your calls, your emails, your questions after this on More Than Money. You're happy when I'm on my knees.
One day it's fine and next it's black So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know That's uh, just a little tribute music there for all the uh, football moms at Nazareth who uh, teamed up with the cheerleaders, the 700 cheerleaders of Nazareth at yesterday's pep rally. And apparently uh, their sons were quite inspired by their performances as they went out and scored 49 points in the first quarter Mm -hmm. and never looked back and... uh, Let's see, the second string got in in the second quarter. The third string got in in the third quarter. That was great. The JV, eight, the eighth grade squad was on the, <laughs> in the fourth quarter. If it had been one more quarter, uh, Alyssa was going to suit up. Yeah, middle right. Middle linebacker. Andrew said while he was recording our dance, you could hear him say at one point, why are our moms dancing to this song, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was great. Is, is, Woa, is Yo a quote? Yo. Is that a, that's that, an actual quote? Yes. Yo? Yeah, I can play the audio for you later. He said, yo, yo, why are our moms <laughs> dancing to this song? Why uh, not? Andrew, why not? Andrew, Andrew, this <laughs> is, uh, these are life's great mysteries. <laughs> and uh, you're becoming a young man oh, now, God. son, so it's time you start learning about the mysteries of womanhood. <laughs> And how they're constantly amazing you. Why are they dancing to that song, Yo? Yo. Uh, That's a question that your father and I have asked a hundred times. Oh, my goodness. 610. First of all, thanks to everybody who who called in on the first hour. Fantastic. Love it. Very, very good questions. Very, very interesting. Roseanne is our current hero she is fantastic very very sharp very very involved very engaged engages uh is is a word that i've kind of adopted over the last couple of years um one of the things that's very important as financial advisors is that we be very sensitive to the uh, capacity of our clients to uh effectively effectively represent their their own best interest mm-hmm. effectively cooperate be part of the team that we're on uh, to provide them the very best advice for them that we possibly can and on occasion there's a sign that maybe somebody's not um, as engaged as they need to be. Mm. And one of the evolutions of our advisory platform is the use of a tool called a trusted contact. And you might explain that to folks. Sure. A trusted contact is someone that you're giving us permission to call or email or send a letter. If we're concerned about your capacity um, your understanding, your your well-being, your engagement, your engagement. So yeah, yeah it, there's a, a number of of things that could concern us about 
um, our interactions with you. You're not responding to us. I can't get a hold of you. You call and make a very strange out of character request about your money that doesn't seem like it's something you would really want. Um, and we have to be very aware of elder financial abuse issues. Um, so all of that stuff we're trained to look out for and a trusted contact to someone we can call and say, is Roseanne okay? Uh, you know, do you know where she is? Is she feeling all right? Um, can you help me get in touch with her? Uh, it's not to talk about your accounts. We're not going to disclose financial information with that trusted contact, but it's uh, someone we can reach out to if we're concerned about you. Indeed. Yeah. And of course, in Roseanne's case, uh, she would be someone else's That's trusted right. contact. She, <laughs> she would be her son, daughter, grandkids. That's she right. can be the trusted <laughs> contact because she's sharp as a have no concerns about Roseanne right now. No, she's, no, no. Got but it all engagement and engage, being engaged. And one of the, t- one of the uh, red flags that we see uh, in terms of lack of engagement is that our office reaches out to our clients every 90 days. And it's not a restriction. It's not, Hey, you, you're only allowed to talk. No, it's, it's a minimum. It's not a, a, a restriction, but if somebody doesn't respond 90 days didn't respond. 90 more days didn't respond. 90 more days didn't respond. This is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, it, this is a lack of engagement that's, that's, that's pretty troubling. And that's when the trusted contact becomes really, really important. 610-720-7900. We'll go to the phones. We'll talk to Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Gene and Alyssa. How are you this morning? Great. Thanks. How are you, Gary? Um, Staying dry. Um, Gene, this may not be directed to you as you're as you're advanced in age. So maybe Alyssa might be more in tune to this question. Uh, I've been chasing uh, Verizon and AT&T on their way down. Okay. And uh, then right now I've been watching their uh, dividend, their dividends, you know, gradually rising, rising, uh, you know, uh, Verizon is like almost 7% right now. Mm-hmm. I was speaking with someone and I, I had thought that, uh, because these two were almost utilities that they're necessity that they were very, very safe. She went to say to me, well, now there's so many alternatives like WhatsApp, um, uh, uh, Facebook messenger, other means of communication, c- communication that would circumvent these. But I thought they would have to, like Facebook and Messenger would have to use those uh, Verizon and AT&T services anyway. Am I wrong in that thinking? Yes. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, You you are wrong. Uh, You're you're mixing a couple different pieces of the communication uh, system of the towers, the signals, the satellites. uh, Those are shareable. So when um, and I, I, I my apologies, uh, the names are not on the tip of my tongue, but there are lots of relatively unknown. I know Ryan Reynolds has his own mm. um, uh, cell phone service. Uh, I know Hannity uh, promotes a cell phone service that's not Verizon, not AT&T. And one of the things that they are touting is uses the same towers, same satellites. So the utility part of it, the infrastructure is indeed a utility. Is AT&T or Verizon individually a utility? The answer is no. And, and is the competition getting 
pretty fierce, the answer is yes. And is there a possibility that they don't survive the competition? The answer is, of course. Is there also the possibility that they thrive? The answer is, of course. And with, we'll use it Verizon as, as, the, uh, as the example. As their values have dropped, the percentage of uh, their, their dividends has risen dramatically. There are a lot of folks out there that when you said Verizon's paying a 7% dividend, they're going, I'm going to go buy Verizon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making nothing in the bank. If I give them ten thousand bucks, I'm going to make seven hundred the seven hundred hours of dividends this year. That that sounds like a pretty good deal, and it may be, it may be. There's a sweet spot for for uh, dividends for folks who are looking for dividends, and and it's between three and seven, maybe eight. Those are companies that are pretty reliable or very reliable, expected to be reliable, and they are producing a lot of capital, a lot of cash flow, and they're sharing it in dividends. When you get above eight or nine, and we've seen dividend rates, 50% dividend rates, 60% dividend rates, it's because the share prices had dropped so low. The company itself has so little value that they're basically... Um, giving away half of the value of the company every year because they're they're not making much, but they're not worth anything. So I think Verizon is still in 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 an acceptable range. Uh, if you don't need the money, uh, would would I sell out? The answer is I would not. Uh, I would wait for the recovery when whenever that may come. Um, but uh, relying on either AT and T or Verizon as a utility that that's that's a misinterpretation of their role in uh, in communication great okay well well, thanks for clearing that up because as an old guy i'm really not in tune with with that type of thing and i thought everybody had to go over those wires or those towers or or anything like that so their demise they might decline but you know to go totally away i would think that would be very difficult and i was always happy even if i locked in at six to seven percent and they decided at some point to uh, recalibrate their dividend and dropped it in half. Uh, you know, three to four percent is still not you know horrible, and uh, you know I'm I'm fine with that. I but, think uh, the decline. Thank you very much for the education, though. Ah, uh, you're very welcome, Gary. Thank you. God bless. All right. Bye bye. Yeah, the decline they're experiencing now is in line with the decline of the market. Of the market, right? Yeah, it's um, uh, all uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. A dropping tide drops all yep. boats. Um, <laughs> I think Gary, in his summation, had it quite right. Is it likely that either of them goes away? No. No. Is it uh, much more um, palatable to hang on to a stock uh, during a decline when they continue to send you pretty substantial checks? Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Which is one of the reasons why there's a lot of discussion recently, recent last six to eight months, um, about where, what sectors of the stock market are going to be most, um, the word profitable is probably not the right word, uh, the most advantageous to an investor over the next three or four years. And, And the stock market in general, very broad terms, can be split into two groups, growth stocks and value stocks. Growth stocks are those companies that an investor sees going up quickly 
and the investor believes will continue to go up very quickly. Think Tesla. Um, value stocks are companies that an investor says they're they're kind of tried and true, been around a long time, mm-hmm. and they're being sold as bargains. Mm-hmm. And if we believe what we just discussed about Verizon, we'll use them as an example. That would be a value stock. And many professional investors, many academics, many economists believe that the next two, three, four years will be dominated by value stocks. Those stocks that are tried and true, been around a long time. They're large enough to survive downturns. They have very little debt. They have lots of cash flow. They pay pretty reasonable or very high dividend. And that might be the area to kind of focus on. Gary's kind of already there. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Uh, please uh, join your host, Alyssa Young, and uh, the wingman, Mr. Gene Dickerson and Alyssa at askmtm.com. Thank you to Carl for suggesting CCR. Uh, John's already taken care of that. Should I stay or should I go? It's already been included. Uh, Some cheerleading music. We're all over the place. We're serving every constituency. Um, Congratulations, Nazareth Football and Andrew Young. Andrew got to uh, suit up, work out, get ready, and play one quarter of one game. And that's what the starters did, and that's what happens. And that's that's fantastic for them, fantastic for the program that other kids that uh, might normally not get a chance to play got out there. And uh, their moms and dads who come to every game, too, and support their kids. Wow. Uh, it was fantastic. so fun to be in the stands and see the other parents cheering and like they were so excited there was a woman behind me he's out there he's out there you know like because her son took his first you know step onto the varsity field and and she was so excited and i remember being in that position too so we were really enjoying that i didn't want to you know a couple people left the game like uh you know this is a blowout and we sat and like just soaked just that in, and it. I and I had the roster in front of me, and I was looking at the jersey numbers, like, oh, that's a sophomore. Oh, you know, uh, that's cool. it was really fun. Yeah, I'm fairly certain my football career never actually included my getting even a grass stain on my jersey. Well, at least you kept yeah. it clean. Yeah, yeah, it was good for the dance. <sighs> Can I share some good news with our audience? Oh, please, we like good news. Yeah, this week we learned that um, if you are on Medicare. Your expenses will decrease next year. Nice. Um, Medicare premiums for Part B will drop about 3% in 2023. So right now, that monthly cost for Part B is about $171. It's going to be the the standard monthly premium will be $164.90. So that's um, a nice little gift, I suppose. Uh, most people pay that standard rate. We've talked about that um, uh, pre- surcharge you pay if your mm. earnings are um, higher than uh-huh. a threshold. Uh, mm. Yep, then the, then your your uh, Part B premium goes up. But if you're paying the regular rate, you're going to be paying about 165 bucks a month next year instead of 171, and that will be coupled with likely another historically high cost of living increase for your Social Security benefits. Nice. Yeah, we don't know exactly what that is yet. Last year's was very um, a big jump uh, because inflation's so high, and it might be uh, another big jump this year. So we'll let you know when we have that exact number. But good news indeed. Yeah. 
610-720-7900. Of course, with Gary's intro to his question about Gene being an advanced, I said, is it Medicare, is that, uh, is that, uh, is that like for, for retirement or is that, yeah. I, I'm drifting. I, oh. Thank God. I'm going to call your trusted contact. Yeah, thank God. Who is, who's your trusted contact? Uh, yeah, no, Should the I call word, Diane? The word trusted is a whole different. <laughs> Diane, if that is her real name. <laughs> She's looking outside right now. Look at all the blue sky out there. Yeah, the weather has turned around. Um, I traditionally would be playing golf this afternoon at Southmore with uh, Folds of Honor. Uh, I unfortunately, actually quite fortunately, uh, Diane and I have been invited to a wonderful event, family event, somebody we care about very, very much. So we are very, very happy to uh, uh, make that choice. But if, as of this morning, I thought, oh, those poor folks, they're just going to get drenched. Right now, it looks nice. Yeah, it does. It looks like it might be a little windy, but hey, oh, we'll windy. Take, it's better than <laughs> Please. Uh, wind with rain. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of better, if you were not with us in the first hour and you would like to uh, uh, explore, we had great questions and great folks sharing some really, really neat stuff. Great conversations. Uh, you can reference that uh, roughly Monday at noon as John does his tech wizardry and sends us the show. Alyssa does her on-site wizardry and gets that posted to our website. And I say Alyssa because Megan returns Tuesday, I believe. Oh. I don't know if she's traveling Tuesday or she's in the I think she's traveling Tuesday. So okay. we'll probably... No, she's traveling Monday because Tuesday morning we're very early. Oh, right. Yeah, we um, we as a group are uh, attending the uh, uh, Pocono Leadership Prayer Breakfast. It's an annual event that's been going on, I think, 35 years. Really, really spectacular. And they'll get, uh, oh, I don't know, four or 500 folks mm-hmm. at Mount Area, at Mount Area Lodge. Very early in the morning, 6 a.m. Uh, for breakfast and for prayers and to hear a speaker, uh, a uh, inspirational speaker. So um, I think I know she's joining us. So she'll be traveling. She'll be exhausted and she'll fall asleep in her eggs, and, eggs, yeah. eggs and bacon. So if you uh, were not with us in the first uh, hour, um, thanks to Carl for recommending CCR. Thank you to the Hake family in Minnesota for hosting uh, Diane and I and uh, Diane and me um, more properly uh, and uh, our good friends, uh, Chad and Angie O'Ruprecht. As we visited uh, Minnesota last week, lots of great experiences, lots of great people, lots of love. Fantastic. Congratulations, Nazareth football. Our prayers, 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 prayers go out to the folks in Florida uh, some in South Carolina as well. And I know that there was a church that was heavily damaged in Virginia Beach. Um, I had good friends in this week. They uh, have stayed many times at the Cavalier Hotel, as we have. We love the Cavalier. We love Virginia Beach. And to hear that a church was badly damaged, apparently the steeple was torn completely oh, off no. the church. Oh. So we, we send our prayers there. And uh, I want to thank uh, Michael, who sent us the email this morning and said anything uh, nothing very, very bad or very, very good lasts for very, very long. So thanks to all those. I think we've covered our housekeeping, 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Rich. Rich, good morning. Uh, good morning, sir. Um, I'll tell you, after listening to Roseanne earlier, 
um, I'm hesitant to ask my question, <laughs> fearing that I, I may be delusional and <laughs> definitely not as sharp as she is. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm, to an, follow. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm an old guy. I'm retired on Social Security, and uh, I file my own taxes and always have. And um, I used uh, I used Schedule 1040 or Form 1040-SR, thinking it would be simpler and less complicated. And I received a letter from IRS three days ago calling me out for taxes that I owe on uh, the one thousand. $42 from a small business income I earned last year. And unfortunately, this 1040-SR form comes with no instructions or schedules. Mm. Uh, but I've been doing my own taxes always, and it's pretty routine for me. It, you know, I used to read the form from cover to cover mm -hmm. to make sure that I was doing it correctly. And I seem to recall that Social Security recipients could earn small amounts of income without paying taxes, which made sense to me because they take that income that they're taxing and pay it out in Social Security taxes or Social Security benefits. Rich, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to stop you right there because yeah, yeah what you're remembering is. Uh, is parts of two different ideas that you've put together. Sadly, they don't match up. Oh, great. Yeah. Social Security recipients can earn modest amounts of income up okay. until their normal retirement age without losing Social Security benefits, but the income would still be taxable. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All so right. that's a misinterpretation of that of that rule. So, I told you I'm not as sharp as Rose. <laughs> uh, does the letter indicate how much tax they expect you to pay? Unfortunately not. And that's my next question. Hmm. If I do owe taxes, I'm I, I always pay I I've always paid taxes. I don't try to stiff anybody. No, you know, I understand. If I owe sure. something, I, I owe it. Um so that was my next question. How do I find out how much I'm gonna owe on this? Yeah, I'm surprised that the letter didn't include it. Um, uh, I wish they had. Yeah, if you if you read the letter carefully, it may very well include something along the lines of the uh, we will calculate a tax and you'll be receiving a bill. That that's likely to come next. If you want to preempt that, uh, you can certainly recalculate your tax using the standard 1040 rather than the SR. That will give you a very good idea of what your tax will be, and you can send that in as well. That could be useful, uh, but I wouldn't get my knickers too much in a twist. You say it was a little over a thousand bucks, right? If if I guess that the tax is going to be between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars, I think I'm being conservative. I, th I think I'm overstating the case, uh, and it may even be uh, significantly less, uh, but. Um, I, I don't think you're in any uh, serious danger or jeopardy. If I were you, I would uh, take a deep breath, wait for the next letter from the IRS. I'm sure they're going to let you know how much money they want from you. Well, they said that I had 20 days to respond to this letter. 
And so, just respond to them and say, or or a note, because you, you don't want to call. You're going to be on hold for hours and hours. Uh, if right. you respond by mail, just say, I agree. How much do I owe? Ah, okay. All right. Rich, yes, thank sir. you so much for the call. Thank you, sir. Uh, God bless. Yeah. Um, how much time? Ah, oh, very good. 610-720-7900. We talked to Bob. Bob, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good, sir. How may we serve you? We've got about two minutes, so go right ahead with your okay. question. The thing is, when I listen to what they, what you were saying about the dividends and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you have to go through the dividends sector by sector because there are sectors that, pay, that have traditionally paid higher than 6 and 7%. I'll give you an example is Master Limited Partnerships. Uh, that that is true. There are exceptions to the six or seven percent kind of cap that I would look at, uh, but there are no exceptions. If you if you show me a company that's paying a twenty five percent or a thirty percent dividend, I'll show you a company that's likely in very deep financial trouble. But you're quite okay, right. I'll show you one right now. Yeah. Uh, in Invesco uh, Mortgage Capital. Likely in and trouble. I'll explain to you why they're paying such a high I, dividend. Actually, Bob, I'm going to say no thank you to that because we're going to take our hard break here. But I appreciate your observation. Yes, there are exceptions to that rule. Master Limited Partnerships, technically not stocks, but we'll go with that anyway. Master Limited Partnerships, often found in the energy industry, uh, Buckeye Pipeline for the longest time, Master Limited Partnership. Uh, they are intended to produce high levels of cash flow, very little growth. It's not intended to grow. So that's the profit that you're going to make. And, yes, that would be an exception to that guideline that I would say the sweet spot is between 3 and 8%. Anything above that would cause me a little concern. Anything substantially above that would certainly cause me some real concern. So, Bob, I appreciate that observation. It helps our audience a lot. Thank you very much, sir. And as we come up to our half-hour break, and I'm sure John's going to have some. Yeah, just look at you smiling already. You don't even know what it is. For all you know, it's a dreadful piece of music. You don't know. No, she's very confident. It's all, it's oh all good. God. Oh, jeez, John. You know, sometimes I wonder about you. I really do. <laughs> One of the greatest pieces of music ever, ever. Yeah. Have you ever heard the entire song? I don't want to. I've heard enough. Ah, <laughs> ah, the voice of tolerance, the voice of diversity. There you go. Yeah, folks, this is this is my life right there. This is my life run by wives everywhere I look. Oh my, my goodness! Ah, uh, you wait and see what our uh, intro song is going to be for next week. I think Forever Young is going to be wiped from the memory banks. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. We'll take your calls or emails after this on More Than Money.
Two tickets to Paradise, little Eddie Money. Nice, nicely done. Very, very nicely done indeed. Thank you, John Elliott. The song stylings of Mr. John Elliott. Hey. <laughs> Reading a fascinating book right now written by Kenny Loggins about his career and about his collaborations over the years and how he came to do Caddyshack and, and uh, uh, Top Gun and Footloose and uh, his <laughs> early career. He actually, two of his biggest songs ever, Danny's song and House at Pooh Corner, he wrote when he was 17. Oh, wow. So before cool. he left high school, it's like Andrew, if Andrew wrote two songs right now and spent the next 50 years singing them and making himself millions. I'll let him know. He I do would that. think so. Let's get a little, <laughs> let's get a little heads on. He wants to be a financial advisor. We will, uh, we'll see how that unfolds. I mean, young people, they make uh, decisions and, and then they explore. And sometimes mm-hmm. that it's a straight pass. Sometimes it's got some curves to it. So yeah. would be, uh, if he would start writing some songs now, by the time he graduates and becomes a financial advisor, he can manage his own $50 million portfolio. That's right. <laughs> That's a good start. I just got a new book that I haven't started yet because I have to finish what I'm reading now, but mm. it's a book that was recommended by another financial advisor at the workshop we attended in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it's called Prince Charming Isn't Coming. <laughs> and it's a book that uh, tells a true story, but it's supposed to inspire women to manage and get involved in their own finances mm. and um, not wait for a man to um, help them with that. <laughs> so I don't know anything more except that a woman I trust who's a good advisor and has been mm. a nice resource to other female advisors in our network um, recommended it and she um, gives it to women and their daughters to read together. So I'm going to check it out. And it so might. I guess, is that Amy? Um, no, it's, um, um, the, the woman from California who, um, her name is escaping me right now. Uh, I've met her twice now, I think. And she was in Atlanta. Yes. I, I will think of her name. Uh, excellent. When you, when you think of it, let's thank her on air. Oh, I will. That's fantastic. And I'll read it and then I can report back. And I'll Uh, probably use it for invest in you. And for all the women out there who are married, they're. <clears throat> they they were going, you damn right they're not. <clears throat> Prince Charming. Yeah, right. Um, one of our uh, most loyal and wonderful clients, and by the way, big fans of uh, both Disney and uh, Virginia Beach. We had some nice conversations this week. Brought his wife in this week for the first time. Excellent. They're both retired, and he's interested in making sure that she has uh, um, a better understanding of, of what we're doing and getting questions asked and answered and, and sitting in. It's fantastic. Very, very good. Good. Very, very good. Okay. 610-720-7900. I have an email, and then we're going to follow up with one that Alyssa got on the break. Mm-hmm. Um, emailer writes, I really enjoy your radio show. Thank you. Can you tell me how secure my guaranteed fixed annuities are? Uh, example number one, stock market crashes. Number two, government crashes. Number three, world war. Number three, we get invaded by Martians. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a loyal might listener. might have already happened. Again, I really enjoy your show. Thank you for the sound advice, and God bless. Well, you're very, uh, very kind, uh, if a little <clears throat> out there. Um, okay, guaranteed annuities are as protected and secure as the financial strength of the annuity company. Mm -hmm. 
all the guarantees from any annuity are, again, only as protected and secure as the financial strength of whatever company has issued them. So if you have an annuity issued by Bright House, you check the financial strength of Bright House and you make your choice. Does that impress you that they're financially strong or not? Prudential, yes or no. Guggenheim, yes or no, etc. So bottom line is um, the guarantee on a fixed annuity is in no way, shape, or form tied to the stock market. It's also in no way, shape, or form tied to the government. It is not an FDIC insurance. So if the government goes under, it doesn't really impact your annuity unless the government going under uh, impacts the annuity company, in which case if they cannot afford to make those um, meet their obligations, you may be at risk. Most insurance uh, commissioners, most insurance commissions in, in the states, individual states, each state has their own insurance commission, um, have uh, funds that are provided to back, act as backup to annuities that might uh, be issued by companies who default. So I think in the state of Pennsylvania, the limit's about 300000 bucks. So the next line of defense, should your company not do well, is uh, that, that kind of safety net that the state may put into place. Uh, World War should not affect your annuity. Some would say we're already in a world war, so that should not affect your annuity. Again, unless the annuity company itself uh, is negatively affected by the world war, and Martians might actually increase the value <laughs> of your annuity. <laughs> if they would simply go to Washington and straighten that place out, then everything would be it better. It could be a blessing. Yeah. It could be a blessing. I mean, everybody goes, Martians, it's like the Martian invasion, like it's a bad thing. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, so yeah. bottom line, annuities, it's... annuities. Uh, annuities are um, one of the, the, the tremendous values that we have, one of the tremendous advantages that we have in our uh, More Than Money World headquarters is our partnership with Ash Brokerage. They provide us with the due diligence the behind-the-scenes hard work, the homework of investigating the annuity companies and rating them so that we know that we're dealing with the very, very best. I had an experience this past week where they gave us the chart of current rates. Yes. And I saw one that looked attractive, and I asked about it. Mm -hmm. And our partner at Ash said, yes, that sounds good, but actually that company's not rated. And so we would recommend let's go with this instead because it has an A rating uh, and we, you know, so I was really grateful for that because they're looking at all that stuff. That's why we, that's why we have them. That's exactly yeah, yeah. why we have them. So guarantees, guarantees come in lots of different flavors, government guarantees, uh, corporate guarantees, annuity guarantees. There's lots of different flavors of guarantees. And you recently got an email. Yes. Like seconds ago. <laughs> yes. It says Alyssa and Jean, Please talk more about the guaranteed 18-month investment for about 6%. This is what Gene referenced earlier in the show. The email says, what is that called? How does one purchase it? Thanks for a great show. Signed, a loyal listener. Um, Okay. Uh, This platform is broadly known as structured notes. Structured notes mechanically are issued by banks. 
the banks that we tend to do the vast majority of our transactions with are the largest ones we can find. Mm -hmm. Goes back to what we just discussed. The guarantees made by the notes are guarantees made by the banks. So they are based on the full faith and credit of a particular bank. So if you're dealing with a note that's being issued by Little Jimmy's Bank and Tattoo Parlor, <laughs> I would probably pass. If I'm dealing with notes that are issued by picking names out of kind of out of a, a short list, Citibank, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, etc., the largest of these banks, then I have a significantly greater comfort level that they will be fine because the only way I don't get paid is if they go under. Mm -hmm. So if I'm thinking about the economy being challenged, no question about it. Do I think the economy is challenged to the point where JP Morgan Chase is going to go under? Mm. I don't, but that's my opinion based on the evaluations that we've done and based on the financials that we've reviewed and based on our partnership with the partners that assist us on structured notes, it's your call. So for this young lady's purposes, um, it, is, it is a structured note mm -hmm. where J.P. Morgan Chase says your principal is guaranteed. You give us 100000 bucks at the end of 18 months, you will get your $100,000 back plus 6%. Guaranteed. How can that go off the rails? If J.P. Morgan goes under, you get nothing. Pretty simple. Now, there are lots of flavors of structured notes, eh? eh? Yes. So some of them are principal guaranteed. Yes. Some are not. Right. Some have buffers or barriers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know. It sounds like the Brady Bunch. Buffy. No. it's uh, uh, These are different types of protection. Some are better than others. Well, some take a little more risk. Exactly. In order to give you a greater return. So, so the principal protected note gives you 6% return. If you're willing to take a little bit of risk that if the market goes down more than 20% or 30% or 40%, wherever you set your buffer, you might lose a little bit of your principal. Mm -hmm. But in exchange for that risk, your growth number might be 15%. Or just for a random example. Of course. So for the young lady who's asking about safe, 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 all we really need to talk about is uh, start with safe in the bank. Yeah, I'm not making anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Safe in fixed annuities, mm -hmm. roughly 4% for three years. Mm -hmm. uh, but my money's tied up. Do you have anything shorter? How about a structured note where the principal's guaranteed you get 6% in 18 months? And, and if the answer is, hmm, 6% is good, I don't really, I guess, need all that to be protected. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now we can go into lots of different other options. Yep. And there are literally options galore. Uh, some investment advisors, that's not true. We, right. have, we have talked to investment advisors, particularly in the last few weeks, who uh, we mentioned uh, some of the more um, useful uh, platforms that we're currently using, fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, structured notes, buffered ETFs, and they go, yeah, we don't do this. Excuse me? Yeah, we don't do this. What, what, what do you mean we don't do those? 
Are you a fiduciary? Yes. You, you are honor bound and ethically committed to acting in your client's best interest. Yes. And, and you're not even exploring options other than mutual funds and ETFs. Yeah, that, that's a little discomforting. Yes. 610-720-7900. We get the phones. We talk to Doug. Doug, good morning. Good morning, Gene. How are you doing? Very well, sir. How are you? Good, good. Gene, I've been, uh, <laughs> I just looked at my uh, end of month numbers, uh, and September has lived up to its reputation. Um, I've taken a pretty heavy hit in my IRA, and I've been looking at the various components of it. Back in uh, a couple years ago when they forgave the RMD and at your suggestion, I took the RMD and I put it into a Roth, my first Roth. And uh, it did well for a while, <laughs> not so much this year. Anyway, I'm, I'm pondering moving a portion of my IRA, most specifically S&P 500 index, uh from my IRA and moving it into the Roth, I have a hundred and sixty-six. I'm sorry, a thirty-seven thousand dollar loss on the uh, S&P 500, and uh, I'm thinking if I pay the tax on the value of the remaining holdings, which is about a hundred and sixty-six thousand, um, do the numbers work out that that's a good deal? Well, it's a better deal than it would have been, say, a year ago when you would have been paying tax on 200000 Exactly. So you're paying tax on you're, – you're not paying tax, so to speak, on 37000 bucks. That's not a small number. So as Alyssa has discussed a number of times in recent memory here on the show, if you are considering – if anybody's considering doing Roth conversions – a downturn in the market is your friend. You That's are, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. You are absolutely correct, and Alyssa would endorse that, wouldn't you, young lady? Yes, I would. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. It is the opportunity to get uh, the rebound, the bounce back, in a mm-hmm. tax-free account, your Roth, versus the rebound being just more money that when you take it out of your IRA, you're going to be taxed on. So your thinking is sound. Alyssa agrees. She's shaking her head. She says, go for it. I I was thinking I'm going to have to pay tax on it when it comes out anyway. Oh, without a doubt. And if you're shifting, uh, I'm picking a number, that that rough number, 160, 165 over. And if we get a 20% rebound, you're back to over 200 grand. But now all of that is tax-free. Tax-free, right. Okay, I'm glad I was thinking straight. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Good job, Doug. You're just like um, Roseanne. Roseanne. You and Roseanne both are sharp today. We give you the Roseanne Award. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, God bless. God bless. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Stephen. Hi, Gene. Good morning, sir. How may we serve you? Well, uh, I was thinking of investing in some I-bonds. I wanted to get your opinion on them, Gene. I think uh, in general, I think they're great. Uh, right now, the interest rates are tremendously high. They're uh, they're guaranteed by the federal government. Uh, they're easy to get to online. Yeah, I know. So we, <laughs> we used to say guaranteed by the government. You go, wow, that's really great. Yeah. And now you, sh- yep. Yep, you shake your head. Uh, but the yep. risk is very low. There's not no risk, but the risk is very low. The rates are very high. 
Uh, they're easy to do. Direct uh, Treasury Direct Online. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Thank you very much, Gene. I appreciate the information. It might be easy for you guys on a computer. Not not so much for this old boy. That's but, the uh, one. Da- that's the one downside, Stephen. For you know, folks who are interested, and then they find out they need to go online and create a Treasury Direct account and set it up on their own. It's not as simple as some other options where you can have somebody help and do it for you in your account. That is one downside. But call a kid. Yep. <laughs> find no, it. Call, call your grandson. <laughs> Our son lives in Fairbanks. We got to do it long distance. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. One, one way or another, you'll get it done. Okay, Gene. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. A segue, radio oh, segue. Okay. Uh, emailer. I'm contemplating selling some shares at a loss on my Pennsylvania tax-free municipal bond fund. Uh, I own it in a non-retirement account. Uh, my question is, if I use the proceeds from the sale to purchase I-bonds in 30 days or less, will be this considered a substantially identical investment and violate the WASH sale rule? Good question. I don't um, think so. When you sell something for a loss that you then wish to deduct on your tax return, you are not allowed to rebuy that investment within 30 days. So I sold Tesla I lost a boatload of money and I want to deduct it. I cannot buy Tesla for at least 30 days. That's a pretty simple rule. It gets less simple. I sell Pennsylvania municipal bond, tax-free municipal bond fund. If I buy another municipal bond fund, Pennsylvania municipal bond fund, a a different company, I, I, I sold Vanguard, I bought Fidelity, that is basically the same and you're going to lose your deduction. What you're suggesting is going from a bond mutual fund to the direct ownership of I-bonds. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. There's not even a question mark around this. So you've got no risk at all. You should absolutely do exactly what you're discussing here. Uh, Take the loss. Uh, You're going to go from a municipal bond fund that's likely going to pay Right now, 3%, maybe 35 tax-free, and losing principal, it's struggling, to an I-bond where the principal is guaranteed and you're probably going to make 8%. Right. Yeah, very smart. I've got three things, Gene. Oh, nice. One is the person who recommended the book is Nancy Corrigan. Oh, she's so nice. I always second-guess <sighs> myself because you know what I think in my head when I think of her name nancy kerrigan and i know that was a figure skater and that's yeah. not her name so i didn't want to say the wrong name it was nancy, nancy corrigan. corrigan yes such great a, very helpful such a nice woman yes and smart super yes. smart i i always and we say her. that because she's in california she's really no threat to us that's right. <laughs> that's right um i've got two emails that just came in one is um, to jump off of the call that we had um, from Doug about his IRA conversions. Yeah. Um, this um, listener says, when you talk about Roth conversions, please caution people that if they are over 65, their Medicare premiums may go way up if too much is converted in one year. So that is true um, if Doug is looking to convert. That is, that is true, but the, the operative word there is may. May. And there are options where you can get a waiver on that if you're working with somebody who's bright, incredible, mm. well-informed. Well, uh, you can get the waiver if it's a life uh, change. And in, in just doing a Roth conversion does uh, not actually qualify uh, you. All right. Says, says, says somebody who's not Mark Basak. Okay. Okay. Um, so 
be aware of that and talk to your advisor about what that will do to your income. Very nice. Yes. So thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, good observation. Yes. Yeah. The other email was a question that says, mm. why does Vanguard offer a two-year CD from J.P. Morgan at 4%? And when I go to the bank website, they don't even give 1% for the same term. Uh, yeah, it's a fair question. Um, brokerage CDs uh, are a um, sector, an investment sector all on their own. And a CD offered by, in this case, J.P. Morgan, uh, Morgan uh, is, is, in this case, very similar to a structured note. So uh, J.P. Morgan is guaranteeing this issue. Uh, it is not a retail available to the general public a CD. Just as if you went into J.P. Morgan now, we just talked about the 18-month structured note at mm-hmm. 6%. You go, I would like my CD for 6%. They're going, ah, we ain't got that. It's a different animal. And and are there different risks? The answer is yes. Uh, CDs issued by banks are insured by FDA, FDIC. Uh, you literally, unless Martians melt the world, uh, you can't lose your money because they will back it, the FDIC won't back it, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas brokered CDs and structured notes are not FDIC insured. And so... Um, brokered CDs and notes are becoming a very significant part of most quality investment advisors' uh, discussions with their clients. And if your advisor is is not at least discussing with you, hey, you should be looking carefully at buffered ETFs, that's a red flag. Hey, you might want to look at something whose principal protected on a note basis for a short term to get you a six, seven percent return, five percent return, whatever the returns happen to be. Uh, all of these things have pros and cons. Mm-hmm. None of these are perfect for everybody. Um, so everything's got to be custom tailored. But it's not unlike walking into the breakfast buffet uh, and in uh, one location, the breakfast buffet has bas- basically everything that you oh, French toast. Uh, yes. Real, Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I couldn't keep Real that. maple syrup. I'm glazing over. Life is great. Uh, it has pancakes. It has French toast. It has bacon. It has omelets. It has uh, ham. It has sausage. It has um, scrapple. Ooh. Uh, it, it has waffles. It has everything you can think of. And the the very next buffet you bump into has scrambled eggs and toast. And Fruit Loops. And uh, Fruit Loops. Um, uh, Honey Note Cheerios. (laughs) Uh, And and they call that their breakfast buffet. Well, yeah, we we serve a breakfast buffet. Yeah, they do. It's just not adequate. It just doesn't meet the needs of so very many people. So there's lots and lots of ways that you really want to be... be assured, that's a very good word, be assured uh, that your investment advisor is representing as broad a menu of investment options as they possibly can to make sure that they can customize your investment portfolio to your needs specifically. And how can people do that, Gene? (laughs) (laughs) That's a segue. I'll I'll let you do that. Go, Go right ahead. Uh, We're coming up to the end of the show, and that's when we give you the phone number you can call to speak to a more-than-money advisor. 
in. You can come and meet with us in our world headquarters between Bethlehem and Nazareth. Call us at 610-746-7007. And all you need to do is ask for a meeting with an advisor and we can talk about this stuff. How can we customize your portfolio? Uh, Do you want a second opinion meeting with our social security expert, with our life insurance specialist? It goes on and on. So call us at 610-746-7007. Visit us online at morethanmoneyonline.com and come back next week for another edition of More Than Money with Jean and me. And we'll see you then. See ya.